0: Suicide is a tough topic, but the Washington County Reach for Hope Suicide Prevention Coalition wants you to know that there is always hope. We are a caring community reaching out to provide compassion and hope for a community free of suicide. In the next half hour, we'll talk with community partners to identify risk factors, raise awareness, and discuss prevention strategies. Hello and thank you for joining us on another edition of Reach for Hope. I'm Melissa Anderson. You know we know that exercise is important for all of us at all stages of life, but it's especially important for our mental health. And with me today is Kyle Case, who is the CEO of the Huntsman World Senior Games here in St. George, and Claudine DeScala, triathlete and also suicide loss groups facilitator for support groups facilitator. Say that three times. <laughs> Welcome to both of you and thanks for joining me here thanks, today, Melissa. Thank you. First of all, Kyle, um, tell us about the Senior Games for those out there who may not have heard about it, but I'm sure they have. How long you've been around, and who are there for?
1: Yeah, so the Huntsman World Senior Games is celebrating our 35th anniversary this year. So we were founded in 1987, and it's a, it's an amazing event. It's an Olympic-style multi-sport event. It's for athletes over the age of 50. And we have athletes that come from all around the world to St. George, to our community to compete. There are 35 different sports to choose from. And uh, we're just so excited! It's going to be ramping up here in just a couple of days or a couple of weeks. And uh, man, we're just ready to go.
0: Yeah, and it's you said seniors, fifty plus is seniors. I I think I qualify for that now, finally. <laughs> and you're not quite there yet, right? No,
1: but I'm getting really close. I'm getting really close. I'm going to turn forty nine in January, and uh, I'm, I'm excited. I will admit that when I started the games, I was thirty four. And so inspired by these athletes that come and do the things that they love to do. But it honestly, it felt like a long ways away. And now that it's just right around the corner, it's time for me to like buckle down and get serious and decide what is going to be my sport that I'm going to compete in. And, but and, it is a ton of fun.
0: And what's interesting is these athletes come from all over the world, that's hence the name World Senior Games. How many countries do they? come from.
1: Yeah. So we traditionally host between 30 to 36, 37 countries every single year. And uh, this year's a, a little bit trickier with still some travel restrictions and people worried about uh, COVID that's still, you know, out there in the world. Uh, so we're at 29 right now countries that are coming. Since the game started, we have hosted over 84 different countries. So we've really, when we say world senior games, it really, it really means something.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And Claudine, you are a triathlete, which, um, we have, we also have, uh, the, the, the world games and things here for, um, Ironman and things. I don't know if you've ever run in that or done that, but tell us a little bit about yourself and why you do what you do. Not yet for (laughs)
2: Ironman, but soon. (laughs) Um, um, yeah, I was um, a gymnast when I was younger, and once I got to college, I was a um, competitive co-ed cheerleader, so I've always loved that challenge, a physical challenge, a mental mental challenge. Um, and then, you know, life started, and kids, and work, and taking care of family, and, you know, it's it happens. So, um, I'm just, I'm happy to be back in sports, and I heard... Um, I heard someone say once, triathletes um, like making exercise three times harder than it needs to be. And I said, that's it. That's what I want to do. <laughs> like you just said, you're wondering what your sport is going to be. Yeah. So I said, that's it. Triathlete." As I get older, as I get into these older years, I want to keep active and, and this is it. So, And that's what we're okay. talking about today, keeping our mental health
0: uh, going along with our physical health. Um, y- y- tell us a little bit about that, Kyle. I mean, you see these athletes, you've seen them for years. They come out. What is it that keeps them going? Um, and how does this help? how do how does this help your mental health?
1: Yeah, I think there are so many great things about competing in sports, um, you know, as as we're talking about here, and just maintaining a level of activity and involvement. It doesn't have to be sports, by the way. There are lots of things that are out there. We, we work with athletes, we work with sports, so that's kind of one of the things that we focus on. But there are so many, mental and physical health benefits to competing and being active and being engaged and participating in sports, regardless of what that sport is. Um, but yeah, there there are so many, um, so much research that's been done that show that anything that's good for your heart just by default is good for your brain. And so as people get out and, and participate in, in these sports, whether it's you know, cycling or swimming or tennis or pickleball is a big one in our community and really growing around the world. Uh, that that physical aspect of getting out there and being active is great for your body. It's good for your muscles. It's good for your balance. It's good for your heart. And then by default, is also good for your mind and for your brain health as well. And so we see in our senior athletes that there is a, a lot less mental and cognitive issues and problems than there are in non-senior athletes. Now, that's not to say that it's a cure-all. Right. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of challenges that come with aging and, you know, athletes are not immune to those things. But research has shown that athletes that are engaging in sports are mentally and cognitively in a better position. They have less problems um, and, and emotionally as well than those who do not participate And so, you know, there's something kind of exciting about that. The other thing that we have found, and we love being a part of it too, is that oftentimes sports is social. And the social aspect, from our mental health standpoint, is so crucial and so important. Again, research shows that lonely people have health problems that are associated with loneliness. In fact, there's some research out of uh, BYU that says that loneliness is is as unhealthy as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Wow! And uh, so you know just that that idea of you know being socially isolated and not being socially connected can really kind of wreak havoc on our overall health and um, physically as well as mentally and we found that our athletes get all of that by participating in sports they get the physical side of things they're out you know with that cardio with strength training balance training so they're avoiding falls and then the social aspect as well just really creates that well-rounded opportunity for active aging which is what we're all about at the Huntsman World Senior Games
0: right that camaraderie is important Claudine why did you get involved with with uh, being an athlete once again you said you had a it early on. Uh, tell me about that real briefly.
2: Yeah. Um, I knew I needed to be active again. Um, just not just physically, but also mentally, I knew that piece was missing. Um, and, and I always feel better when I'm out there doing something. So I know I'm doing something good for myself. Um, and, um, I know that for me, striving toward a goal, that mental piece, striving toward a goal makes me happy. Um, And physically, I know I'm keeping myself in good shape. I'm strong. Um, A few years back, I had breast cancer. So I am doing everything I can to keep that at bay. And I'm fine now, and I want to keep it that way. That's awesome. Now, you're also a member of the Reach for Hope uh, Suicide Prevention Coalition,
0: uh, and you're also a facilitator for what I couldn't say earlier, the (laughs) local
2: suicide loss support group here in St. George. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's quite a mouthful. Um, The name of it, and there's a Facebook page if you want to go to it, it's um, Survivors of Suicide Loss Support Group St. George because there are a lot of them with that name, but I have St. George after mine. Okay. So um, I'm a facilitator for that. I'm also an American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Healing Conversations, Peer Support. Um, So I've kind of taken those skills and brought it over to the facilitator uh, role. So I'm not a doctor. I like to say that, um, you know, right at the start. I'm a peer for you. Um, I've had the experience. I've been through it. So um, we meet every first Thursday um, of the month in town. And so the next uh, Thursday, I think, is October 6th. We meet at 6.30 to 8. So if anybody um, wants to come for the first time, just feel free to go to that page and let me know. So I know you're coming. Um, and it's it's for all ages. So families to children. Um, you know, we, we have that... Um, that connection. We know that we heal when we are in connection with others. So we come and we talk about our difficulties, our struggles, um, what works, what helps us heal.
0: And, and I imagine you, you gain not just um, support but friendships out of the meeting together. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a similar to a camaraderie in sports. You're, you're connecting and you're thinking, oh, wow, this, I'm not alone. Exactly. These are people just like me. I'm, mm-hmm. They are experiencing similar thoughts and feelings, and I think that sharing probably creates a bond that allows us to be, uh, to feel not isolated or alone, as Kyla was talking about, but to, to, but to get that bond and that togetherness.
2: Yes, yes. And suicide loss is a little bit different than other losses. So there's a couple more challenges that um, a lot of survivors feel like aren't they're not understood so in this space you are understood we're we're all there and um yeah that connection when we're we know when we are seen and heard and and that's how we heal we heal in connection with others
0: yeah and i want to go back and talk a little bit more about the physical aspect that Co- coincides with the mental aspect of all that. The benefits of working out, Kyle. Um, I know that my my father is 84 years old, going on 85 this year, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to be 85," but he walks every day, regardless. I think that kind of creates a little bit of um, flexibility to yes. keep on going, and and it creates endurance. And it keeps your mind going that I can still do something, whether you're in the senior games or not. Why is it so important to have that connectivity?
1: Well, yeah, like I said, it doesn't have to be competitive sports that drives you. There, there are so many things that are good for uh, for our whole being. You know that that active aging piece, but um, there really is a connection between the physical aspect and the mental aspect. Uh, I, th- I think, you know, blood flow has got to be a piece of that for sure. Uh, I think, um, you know, that the, the idea of I can set a goal and I can work towards it and I can do hard things and I don't have to give up on the things that I like to do, whether that's a, a nice walk in the morning or a, a soccer match on a weekend, you know. I think that there's something about that. I think the idea of looking forward to something is very powerful and motivating as well. We hear from our athletes all the time that setting a goal to compete in the Huntsman World Senior Games for them becomes the motivation to get up in the morning, to exercise, to work out, you know, to, to brave the winters of, you know, Minnesota or Poland or, or something like that to get down to the pool so they can swim their laps. And I I think all of that together just, you know, it's, it's, again, there's no one single right way to do it, but everything together from a physical to a social, to a mental aspect, I think is what provides the quality of life that we're all looking for, regardless of how old we are. But certainly as we age, you know, the, um, the suicide rate among seniors is higher than any other population. And any rate is too high, you know, like Mm -hmm. any rate is too high, but I, 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 it feels like as we age, we have that tendency to lose all these things that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's harder to physically do things because there are aches and pains. You worry about your balance and falling. So there's a challenge there. Um, we start to lose our friends, you know, a a spouse or a loved one. Um, our social circle sometimes starts to shrink. And so you kind of fall into the, it's almost like a a downward spiral that's not intentional. No one plans to do that, but all these circumstances kind of happen around you as you age and it leads to depression and anxiety and some of these, you know, real challenges that we deal with. And so we, again, we just love being a part of a solution. We recognize we're not the only solution out there. There's plenty of great things that people can do, but if you can keep your body fit and physically active and capable of doing things, that's gonna help you with your mind. And then, you know, these competitive sports are a great social outlet. Not only do you connect with team members or a doubles partner, but absolutely with your competitors as well. And that's another thing that we see in the senior games maybe in a, in a little bit different way than in, in other sports settings. I've I played sports my whole life as well. And I know that when I was in high school, I was aware of my competitors, but they were my competitors, you know. <laughs> we didn't have much of a social uh, interaction. Certainly with my teammates I did. But in the, in the masters and the senior sports, you see – Real, genuine friendships and camaraderie that forms not only among your teammates and your doubles partners and your practice partners, but also among your competitors. And so often we're seeing... You know, people who just played a nail biter tennis match and they walk off, you know, arm arm in arm, uh, arms around each other and, and then talking about ways that they can help each other be better. And you see that in running and swimming. It doesn't matter the sport, but you see so much just connection, social connection. And uh, it's no wonder that the suicide rate among senior athletes is lower mm-hmm. than uh, a typical senior as well. So th- there's there's something to that.
0: Yeah. And Claudine, you're uh, you've just competed in a couple of races. You plan on going back and doing some more. Tell me why. What does that do for you um, emotionally? And mm-hmm. I imagine
2: it triggers some endorphins that really make you feel good. Yes. I actually <laughs> wrote all these things down because I didn't want to miss any. Because I just I love what exercise does physically. So when you get moving, there's a whole cascade of chemicals that start flowing through your body. So you've got the endorphins, which um, sort of decrease your pain levels and they, they increase pleasure. So I can tell you from myself, there's many mornings where I wake up, at 5 and I'm trying to get out early to swim or run or bike and I, everything hurts and my my muscles hurt, my joints hurt and I'm like oh it's going to be a bad day but really within 5 or 10 minutes those endorphins are flowing and I don't feel it I don't feel it at all, I actually feel really good and even when I'm done, they're not back they're gone, mm-hmm. so you've got that part of it, um, you've got dopamine and serotonin which are getting released, so these are, these are the happy chemicals, so they call them the happy chemicals, um, and and that's where you get the runner's high, if you've heard of that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just it's just making you it's flooding you with these happy chemicals, and um, dopamine specifically. Um, it's good for your heart rate, your sleep cycles, your mood, your attention, your motivation. Um, And memory. So, I mean, it's been called exercise has been called the miracle drug, (laughs) and I guess this is why. Um, Neuroplasticity is another thing that happens in the brain. So, neuroplasticity is our brain's ability to change and to adapt. So, um, learning new things it helps you because you're learning. You you may be new at this sport, and you're learning it, and you're going out and practicing it. And also, the increased oxygen, like you were saying, um, to the to the brain and the body. Um, there's, there, there's something called heart rate um, training. So you learn what your max heart rate is and then you set all your um, zones uh, depending on your heart rate and the intensity. So every intensity seems to do something else. You're actually creating more mitochondria in your body. Mitochondria is the energy center. So now you've got more energy. You're actually growing more capillaries in your body, and the capillaries are what are transporting the blood. So it's it's just a win-win. It sounds complicated, but it doesn't have to be. You can actually do this,
0: and it makes you feel good. Kyle, um, we, we've seen old competitors, our oldest competitors. How, ma- how, are the, how many— I mean, how? What is the <laughs> oldest competitor in the senior games? You said it starts at fifty.
1: Yeah, so we start at fifty, and then there's no there's no limit. We'll take anybody you know above that for sure. Um, we have had many ninety year old athletes uh, over the years. We've had centenarians over the years as well. Our oldest athlete ever in the history of the games was a hundred and six oh, year wow. old gentleman who ran the five k. Um, that doesn't happen all the time, obviously, but uh, we've definitely had people over the age of 100 that are still out there and active and doing their best to, you know stay fit and mentally and physically. And uh, so, yeah, there, there's just there's no there's no ceiling. We'll we'll uh, encourage and and help and take anybody uh, that wants to come and be a part of it over the age of fifty. This year we have is no exception. You know, we'll have I don't know maybe a couple of dozen who are over ninety that are competing this year, and many many that are over eighty.
0: Wow. And so I was going to talk to you about that. Uh, you know, some of the main reasons that that senior com- competitors keep coming back for more is because. They're getting what you're talking about, yeah. and they're also gaining friendships and wanting to expand their circle of friends. Since some of their friends may have died off or their, or their spouses, uh, it, it's a little too late for people to sign up for this year's games. But, but tell me a little bit about about what what people can look forward to.
1: Well. It, it, the registration is closed, uh, unfortunately, so you know people are not able to register right now. But there are so many ways to, to be involved and to get involved with the games. Um, as an athlete, of course, there's the sports. But beyond the athletes themselves, we offer a variety of different events for the community that... Really provide a lot of these same benefits too, you know, even if you're not competing as an athlete, but that social aspect. So, first of all, we have our opening ceremonies, which takes place on Tuesday, October 4th. It's at seven o'clock at the Greater Zion Stadium. That's the football stadium here at Utah Tech. Um, this year we're going to kick it off a little bit earlier with a, a barbecue at 5:30, and the first thousand people who come eat for free. So just come on out, you know, grab a hot dog, have some fun with us, and then we're going to go down and enjoy the ceremonies. And that's it's a very Olympic style ceremonies. We're going to have a parade of athletes. There's going to be a, a, a motivational speaker. Bill Schuffenhauer is our guest speaker this year. He's an Olympic silver medalist in the bobsled. Tons of inspiration, and again, just opportunities to socially interact. And, and see something amazing and great and kind of bigger than yourself. Uh, the athletes love it. The, the community that comes and supports it not only is entertained because it's a very entertaining show, but they, they get a cheer on these 11,000 athletes from all around the world. It's something pretty special, and it's free to everybody. So mm-hmm. that's, that's one opportunity to get involved. Uh, we also offer our concert and celebration, which is just our way of saying thanks to the community for letting us be hosted here in uh, in st george and in the surrounding area this year we have the music from the million dollar quartet that will be performing for us so we've got uh, representation from of carl perkins johnny cash jerry lee lewis elvis presley it's going to be some of the the best music ever performed that's going to be uh you know reenacted that night and, uh, again, that's free. So that's on Tuesday, October 11th at 7 o'clock at the Burns Arena. And then uh, another opportunity for everybody is just to volunteer. I
0: was going to say um, volunteer.
1: We've, we've <laughs> got these great social entertainment aspects that come with their own benefits. But volunteering comes with many of the same benefits of competing. So you've got the social aspect. You've got a physical aspect. And uh, we have lots of opportunities still that are available for volunteers. So uh, SeniorGames.net is our website site and if you go to to the the site seniorgames.net just click on volunteer you can choose uh, a shift that works for your time frame you can do a search for an area that you're more interested in if maybe you really love track and field or swimming or softball you can do a search for that and help out in that area if you're not really sports inclined if sports aren't your thing but you want to be social and engaged there are plenty of opportunities outside of sports like refreshment delivery or check in or help us with uh, information or the gift shop. So tons and tons of volunteer opportunities. And we've been talking about the physical aspects of being an athlete. But again, many, many of those same benefits are manifest through volunteering and giving of yourself and getting outside of yourself. Not the least of which is that expanding of your social circle.
0: Yeah. And that's exactly what we need mentally to get ready for. Um, as we age and as we get into our aged years, um, Claudine, um, you know, suicide is among, has as Kyle mentioned, among the, the top area for seniors. Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, how we can combat this if you're living alone. And maybe you feel like I don't want to go to these games or don't want to go anywhere because I'm alone and I'm just an outsider. How do you get people to hone in on that support and say oh you know it's okay if I'm alone I can do this by myself
2: yeah um, I was just going to say about the volunteers um, as an athlete I'm so grateful to every single one of them that are out there and yeah. I, I we love the volunteers and I've also volunteered so I've been on the other side of it at some of the Ironmans and other events and it is such an experience to be out there I mean you don't, you don't need to be competing you just just being there and feeling the energy and watching some of these uh, really elite athletes, just, it's so inspiring and it gets you going and gets you wanting to do something also. And as a, Um, as a volunteer, you are alone, but you're not alone. Right, right. And everybody, it's so fun. All these aid stations and different things you can do. Everybody just feels that energy and it's, it's it's just a happy day. (laughs) It's just fun to be at. So um, there's that aspect of it. And, and yes, as we get older, there is a, a sense of isolation, um, like you had spoken yeah. earlier, Kyle. Um, so it's it's I, I feel that when, when we're struggling with our mental health, the best thing that we could possibly do is find something we love to do. It doesn't have to be exercise. It could be knitting. Whatever it is, just find that thing that lights you up. And you might have to think back 20, 30 years uh, when we're at this age. <laughs> Gee, what did I really like to do? And, then, and if you find it, I think the second most important thing to do is do that thing in community with others, which you spoke a lot about today. And that's really what it's about, is finding that connect- that thing you like to do and that connection with with other people. You don't even have to leave the house. There are Facebook groups for everything these days. Um, but exercise, when we're talking about exercise specifically um, and, and aging, I, I feel that w- we know that consistent regular exercise um, – lowers depression and lowers anxiety because of all those endorphins and chemicals but also because we are with other people and we're out of the house and we get the change of scenery and especially here in southern Utah it's so beautiful to just get out and go and I don't know if that qualifies for walking your dog but I saw about six or eight
0: people out there walking their dogs today while I was walking my dog (laughs) and you stop and the dogs are social (laughs) and you're social with the dog walkers so anything you can do to get out there is great I just like to thank both of you for um, sharing and being on the show today. Um, Good luck with your athlete uh, ism (laughs) and good luck with the games and we just hope people will sign up and do whatever they can. There's uh, websites out there to help us out. There's the live on um, Utah reach for hope, Utah.org We have the the new crisis lifeline at 988 you can reach out at that anytime and we just hope you'll reach out and and ask for help um, because there's always hope. So thank you for watching and get out and have a great time outdoors. Thanks. The Reach for Hope Coalition wants you to know that we care about you and we are here to help. If you or someone you know is thinking about suicide, reach out. You're not alone. To access resources for yourself or others, visit our webpage at reachforhopeutah.org. That's reach the number four, hopeutah.org. If you are experiencing a crisis please call or text the suicide crisis lifeline at 988 because you matter and there is always
1: hope this has been a production from a podcast studio